Hey guys, welcome back to the No Bad Dogs podcast with me, Tom Davis, America's Canine Educator. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope everyone is well, safe, and sane. That's something I've been saying. Just be safe and sane because people are losing their minds out there, people during the quarantine. But anyway, today we have a special guest, Sarah Carson. Sarah Carson and I have been talking for the last couple years. Uh, Sarah Carson is a dog trainer, um, and we've met, and I've met her dogs, and she's just great at what she does. She specializes in trick training, and you may have seen her on America's Got Talent and uh, a bunch of other really exciting things that she has going on, and um, her story is very inspiring, and we talk about that and what she's done, and as well as uh, just how to build a business with dogs and how hard it is and the path that she chose and just going over that. And so I appreciate Sarah coming on and, and telling us uh, what she's got going on and her story. So you guys, uh, also I wanted to say thank you to my friends over at Dogtra for sponsoring this podcast. Dogtra is my only e-collar that I'll be using uh, and that I use on my YouTube channel as well as talk about here. And you guys can go and visit all doctors, find remote collars and electronic training devices for your dog. They have multiple different uh, things that you can do to help your dog's communication relationship and training. You can find that at dogtra.com. And of course, you can get 10% off your entire order by just entering NBD at checkout. 10% off your entire order, which is pretty cool. Thanks, Dogtra. And uh, let's get into the conversation with Sarah and I. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm driving. <laughs> Whereabouts are you? Um, I think I'm trying to get out of New Mexico, so I'm almost to Texas. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, why don't you just open up with just telling people who you are and what you do and all that fun stuff. All right. Uh, my name is Sarah Carson. I guess it's now Sarah Carson Divine. Um, I'm a dog trainer. I now live in California. I'm originally from Canada. I started training just regular pet dogs, went into dog agility for many, many years, and then I fell in love with trick training. So I now have several trick dogs. I have five border collies. They are, they are all named after superheroes. <laughs> I have Hero, Marvel. I used to have a Loki. He sadly passed away from an autoimmune disease. Um, I have a Groot, a Hawkeye, and a Fury. So they're all very, <laughs> <Cool>. very super. <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, cool. So, Sarah, you know, one thing that I know that I want to, that I'm very fascinated in, I know that other people will be too, and on this podcast, it's like we have a lot of people who professionally train dogs as well as just people who love dogs or have dogs. So I think your story is super fascinating. Um, in the dog world, you know, as you know, it's – it's one of those things that it's so extremely saturated <laughs> with so much stuff and there's always so many different things going on in the dog world and it's hard to break through and become successful and make a living off of working with dogs and I think that you've done a really good job at doing that and I'd like to know personally because I don't really know your entire story I know that we've met and we've talked a little bit about what you had going on and what you were doing the past years, but do you want to just start with how you got into dogs and what age and, and why you started working with dogs originally and, and what sure. started that? Sure. Um, so I was about 11 or 12 when my family got a Cocker Spaniel puppy. I knew nothing about dogs at the time, um, but I had zero friends, zero social life, and I thought my dog was pretty cool. So I started, I started watching YouTube videos and I actually found um, Kiko Pup. I think her name's Emily. And then I found Zach George 
And I literally watched all their videos religiously, learned how to teach my dog how to sit, which was like the best thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and then I went into, like, like I said, agility, frisbee, um, lots and lots of tricks and thought that it was really fun. And I really enjoyed watching like my dog go from absolutely knowing zero to being a really good dog. Um, when I was 15 years old, I opened up my own dog training business and I started taking on a whole bunch of different clients that went from two people a month to 40 a month. And this, is and in, I ran... this was in Canada, <laughs> Canada at the time, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. In, in Canada, there was only probably one other dog training facility in my little little town <laughs> and, and they probably weren't 15 <laughs> no they were not 15 people would show up to the doggy daycare that i was renting and they'd be like so where's sarah <laughs> where's your mom like, well, yeah uh, that's me uh, yeah so i i ran my own dog training facility and norm uh, honestly i did it because i wanted to work with more dogs and my family hated dogs so i just i wanted to get my hands on more dogs and just yeah. learn how to train better and thankfully, I found the opportunity to do that by renting a, a doggy daycare facility off hours. And so I did that for five years and I grew my knowledge and thought that I was like really smart for a 15 year old. <laughs> and sure. uh, then, then I then I actually got um, I got the opportunity to move to the United States to work with my border collie and do like live performances. And I decided to adopt another dog and I got Marvel. And she was off Craigslist, and uh, I was aware of her dog fighting past, mm -hmm. and I thought that it was like, oh, that's, that's nothing. She just needs she just needs a job, um, and that definitely opened my eyes to to include cookies. Um, so right. I, I've I've gone from like never ever saying no to a dog to being like dogs need structure and they need guidance and I need to tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, so I definitely, I got like the whole package deal um, from the time I was 12 to the time that I'm 25 now. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, it's my, my journey has definitely been very eye opening, and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to grow and, and be accepting of, of the new things that I was learning. Yeah. And it's cool too. Cause you know, like, like I said, the dog training world is so, saturated and to break out and to not only get to make a living off of working with dogs but to be able to travel and um appear on different uh different networks and things like that is is something that's you know it's a really accomplishing thing and it's not easy to do and i would say very 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 few i mean compared to as many people are working with dogs in the professional world there's an extraordinary limited amount of people that actually break through to to that level and so it's really cool and I, and I love watching your journey and, and seeing what you're doing and everything and um, so after your after your transition to to the United States um, you were kind of like on a I want to say like a have you been just like touring with like a per, with like a production company to put on like yeah. shows and stuff yeah. Um, so we did we did a lot of uh, theater to uh, theater tours. We did a lot of halftime shows, uh, basketball, football. Right. Um, and then we did like we still did birthday parties and like, just tinier things. Um, and then I got more into, again, teaching people again. So I did a lot of workshops, just trick dog, trick dog stuff. Nothing too crazy. Um, and then America's Got Talent reached out. Oh, man. Let's see. Maybe 2015. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they reached out 2015, and they literally a different 
person was reaching out to me every single month. <laughs> and I was like, hey, like, I can't. You need to have, like, a specific work visa to do this. I, I don't have that specific visa. I can't go. And right. then in 2017, they reached out, and I, I had the visa that they required. So I was like, all right, let's give it a try. And yeah. let me tell you, everything happens for a reason. Oh, I yeah. only had two, do- two dogs at the time. One of them was a total bitch. So I was not ready to put her on TV. Yep. And then I got this amazing little dog, Loki, who by the time he was a year old, he, he was a finalist on America's Got Talent. Um, so it, it was definitely, I could not have done it without that dog. Um, yes, Hero is incredible. But going on America's Got Talent, you have to make each routine new and bigger yeah. and better. And the fact that I started out with one dog and ended it with three I think was a huge advantage for me. Yeah, and that's that's about the time that you and I met up when you were on yes. your on your tour. And I think I think yes. actually what happened is one of your dogs, maybe I don't know who it was, maybe Loki. Like it was Loki, yeah. Yeah, jumped off something and you were in my area and uh, I linked you up with one of my local vets and that's and I remember we're, how, yeah, yeah, we're in the middle of doing a theater and I pottied my dogs and my dogs are like trained, so he was off leash. And no. there was no birds. There was no butterflies. I have no freaking idea what he saw. But he jumped <laughs> off of a 30-foot retaining wall and yeah. fell 30 feet down, thankfully on grass. Um, yeah. And he, he performed five minutes later because he was fine. But I wanted to get x-rays and wanted to make sure. So, yeah, I'm super thankful that you were there because oh, yeah. I was just, like, so flustered. Yeah, like, oh, my God, my dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was funny. I remember the conversation. I think you were, you were pretty flustered. You're like, I don't know what to do. I think he needs x-rays. And like, you know, one of my, one of my clients was the vet over there. So that, that was cool. But anyway, I remember us having that conversation, uh, like at the coffee shop talking about going yeah. on, going on America's, uh, got talent before, uh, you went on. And that was, that was a pretty exciting time. That's pretty cool. And I remember yeah. seeing going through that process. I don't have like cable, so I didn't get to watch like a lot of it, but, um, it's pretty cool. Like I said, I, I, I just, it's, it's just so cool to see see somebody in the dog world do it on their own and go out and you know a lot of people don't see and realize how much work goes into it's not like you were sitting on your ass um and doing trick training with your dogs in your backyard and you posted some on social media you've been busting your butt you started your own business you were 15 and and like you said there's a lot of serendipitous things that happen for a reason and you don't get lined up like that for out of the blue. I mean, things like yeah. that constantly, like it doesn't matter what you believe in and, and whatever. It really just, if you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing opportunities will happen. And I couldn't imagine being at, at a, at an age where <clears throat> America's got talent was reaching out and you had to decline. I mean, that's, that's like a really yeah. crappy thing because, but like you said, I mean, it was a different place and you accepted the opportunity when it was yeah. the, when it was the right time for you and you and you made it work which is really really cool and yeah i mean when i was i mean like you said it, it didn't just happen because i was just sitting around playing with my dog like exactly here, when i got hero i was i was 16 when i got hero and oh god it was like what 10 months after i got him we were on david letterman yeah and it was just one of those things where i saw the ad for it i contacted them they're like we need a trick that we've never seen before i was like well what happens if i taught my dog to blow bubbles He'd be like, well, I'd have you on the show. So for six months, I trained him to bark and blow bubbles through a bubble wand. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was just one of those things that yeah, if you really want it, you got to put the work in. Yeah. And that's it. And and there's, I, I don't, I don't know. 
I feel like, you know, I can see that in you. Like, I, I don't resonate with a lot of people as far as, like, work ethic and getting out there and just getting shit done and putting your head down and just, you know, going for it and not caring about anything else. And it's really, really comes through with you. And that's why it's 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 great to just see what you're doing. And, um, and, and I think, too, in the dog world, um, it's, it's also a thing where it's kind of a newer thing where back in the day, dog training was, you know you know, Margaret down the road gets off of work and she kind of knows about dogs and you can bring your dog over to her and she'll kind of help you with some stuff. And so there's new, like there's new boundaries and there's constantly evolving opportunities in the, in, in the dog industry because mainly because of social media, um, you know, the opportunity to get exposure and because of marketing now, everybody wants, like, I remember I was in, I think I sent you the picture, and if I didn't, I probably still have it, but I was running in Kansas City downtown, um, like a morning run, and then I, I saw a picture of you on, uh, like, a bank ad, and I, oh, like, yes. and I, like, ran by, and I stopped. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I, like, back, did I, did I ever send you that picture or no? No, you didn't. Uh, it's, the, it's my Arvis campaign, though. That's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, wait, what's, what's happening? I was like, what is that? <laughs> So it's just it's just so cool, and that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast to to just discuss that because I know there's so many hungry, well, there's so many people who want to to be a professional dog, whatever, groomer, trainer, yeah, um, whatever, and people don't realize that, like I said in the in the beginning of our conversation, that the dog world is insanely oversaturated. I would say there's probably in a small town there's probably four different dog businesses. In a big city, there's probably 20 or more. Yeah. And to break through and to be internationally or just nat- United States known, Canadian known, whatever, is is really, really big. It's a huge thing that not many, like I said, not many people get to do to be able to, sh- yeah. to share your experiences and, and everything like that. And, you know, and of course, like <clears throat> with that comes a bunch of things that you don't ask for. And yeah. it's tough. And I know that, and I know that, you know, I follow you on social media on, on Instagram and stuff. And I know you deal with a lot of rude people and <laughs> people just, just, just being, just being mean because they can. And the hard thing with, with anybody saying anything negatively about you as a person is also combining your passion in with that too, I think really sucks because, yeah, you know, you as a, like I said, anybody it could be a chef or it could be anything really somebody who makes bracelets or something it doesn't matter but if your passion is doing that and somebody's telling you that it's not good enough or you're not doing it right or something it's really it's really daunting and, and I think it it plays, totally. a, it, it plays a huge role on and everything so that's why you know I, I, I love I want to talk to you about the like the process of <clears throat> what it was like to to have the other variable be a dog in this situation because in most cases like dancing with the stars or somebody who's out there on America's Got Talent has a variable that's either themselves, so they know their capacity, or they have a partner or a team that are all different humans. That, Human, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you can say, hey, stop being an idiot and do it this way. Where with dogs and animals, I think you are you definitely have a disadvantage to that aspect because you have to, I mean, you, I mean, obviously you are great with dogs and your communication, your relationship with your dogs is fantastic, clearly. However, what was the learning curve on that? Because I was thinking that too, when you were going through that, I'm like, man, you have to like drop everything 
I wouldn't. I don't know if you slept, but I probably wouldn't be sleeping because when I'm on like this turn of like events of getting something new and going, I just don't. I'm obsessed. I, I become obsessive. Yeah. So I what, didn't sleep. Yeah. I what was that like? Kind of weight. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was. It's definitely like going back to what you said at the very beginning. Like, I didn't just wake up one morning and do America's Got Talent. Right. You're there for a reason. Uh, yeah. Hero speaks English. Right. He, like he is a one in a million dog. He has a vocabulary that I've never seen. Um, and even like Loki was just extremely special in that aspect. Marvel, mm-hmm. we still struggle. Um, but with hero, like if he would mess up, I could look at him and be like, no, like do it again. Yeah. And the next time he would do it. Um, it was just one of those things where we had that really good communication and bond that we could have like an adult conversation. It wasn't like a toddler. He, he was on yeah. the same level as me. Um, the biggest challenge with America's Got Talent is that like you said a singer has their voice I have dogs yeah. they gave singers two weeks and they gave me four days yeah yeah it's crazy like when I went back for champions last uh, last January I went back for champions and they gave me two weeks yeah and they said and you have to that were on there had months right and you have to shock the world or yeah just don't come or something you know it's like yeah it's such an ultimatum that yeah and that's what I mean, I mean. we actually Long story short, because I, I just just got my green card, so I'm I'm now a, a legal resident of the United States. But I was Congrats. contacted just before I got it. Thank you. It was a, it was a struggle. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's that's a big deal for sure. Yeah. Um. Just before I got the card, and we knew this. If I left the country, I could not come back. Mm-hmm. And Britain's Got Talent reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing our Britain's Got Talent champions, and we want you to come." Mm. And I was like, "I had that. that this is two weeks away." Again, I don't know what it's with two weeks, but they gave me like two weeks notice. And my my uh, well husband now, we're like, do we take this risk? And we're like, hell yeah, we take this risk. Yeah. So I started to make my routine and do all the things. And then ultimately the vet was like, we can't do this in two weeks. And I was like, okay, <laughs> now that, that I can't change. Right. Um, but like we were ready to take that risk and take that like opportunity to just go out there and do it. When most people would be like, hell no, I'm not taking that risk. Yeah, like, no, no, that's, this, but that's no. what it, that's what it takes. And I think, you know, it, it's, and that's, that's why I look, you know, that's why I was like sitting there talking. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I, I, what, one thing I don't want on like my podcast and anything that I do is just like, I don't want to talk to somebody that I'm not interested in and, and that I don't like find uh, some sort of like, some sort of appealing, like, wow, this isn't really interesting. And I've had like two of those where I, I've worked with people on my podcast and it's just kind of like, I thought it was going to be interesting. And it's not. And that's why I really wanted to talk with you. It just kind of hit a light bulb. And, um, and that's, that's so interesting. And, and I think too, people don't realize the amount of sacrifices that you have to make yeah. in order to get to the point that where you're at in any level, it doesn't have to be with dogs, but you know, I, I met John, your husband at, uh, shot show and he's a, mm-hmm. he's, a he's a great dude that's the first time i met him <clears throat> really cool dude um got to talk to him for a little bit and just having that support from somebody to just be like yeah go and do it and uh, i know like my girlfriend taylor's the same way she has i mean she sacrificed her entire life to help me get to where i'm at and support me and if it means just you know getting getting you a coffee when you're about to fall asleep when you have so much to do or yeah you know taking those flights that you don't necessarily want to take at that time and things like that. So that's, that's another big thing in, in success and getting to a new level is just the support system that you have and things like that. Was your, were your family 
supportive and still current or before are they supportive of what you were doing at the time when you decided to work with dogs professionally because that's something that's like you know like I know I remember when I told my mom I was like I'm gonna work with dogs she's like actually to be to be completely honest which is quite hysterical up until about two two years ago my mom was asking me when I was gonna get like a job she's like all right like this is like, are you done yet? And I'm like, what? I have like 10, yeah. 10 employees and like, I'm, you know, and it, and so like, what kind of support were you dealing with um, when you decided to make the decision to work with dogs and how challenging was that when you were in that like process? Yeah. Um, so, so at the very beginning when I, when I went to start my own dog training, uh, I don't want to call it a facility because I was renting, I was renting somebody's space. But when That's, I started yeah. that, um, I was originally doing it in my backyard and then my stepdad and my mom were like, well, you'll have to pay rent if you want to do that. I'm 15 years old. <laughs> yep. So I was like, well, and I'm not doing that here. Um, but yeah, they did not support me whatsoever. Um, they made fun of me on a daily basis. Right, right. My, yeah. my stepdad would call it like, oh, you're going to go to clown college to become a dog trainer? Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, I'm just going to be a self-taught amazing dog trainer because you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they constantly were on me about it. And then when I moved out, I got hero and my dad was a little more supportive. He comes from a military background. Um, so he's like, yeah, he's pretty chill about it. And then my grandma was the one that was really like, take me to competitions, mm-hmm. take me to shows. That's good. He, like she was always there, but yeah, after, after I got hero, I had, I haven't spoken to my mom and my stepdad by the family. Um, Hero's going to be eight, so I haven't spoken to them in eight years. Wow, and and, and, uh, that, and that's just because of the the lack of support, you think? Or um, uh, it's a it's a lot. Like they wanted me to be something that I was not. They yeah. wanted me to have a boyfriend at a young age. They wanted me to go out drinking, and I didn't start dating until I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Like I I was not that person when I was in high school. I was running a business. I was working retail, and I was actually going to college during high school, um, to get a graphic design degree. So it was. I was not the person they wanted me to be. And I truly believe like I wouldn't have a degree right now and I wouldn't have, right. um, I wouldn't have hero right now if I didn't make the hard decision to leave that toxic yeah. environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you, like you said, is like <clears throat> everything happens for a reason and getting that happens. You have to weed out that, that type of thing. And I can relate to that a little bit. I mean, like I said, like my dad was always super supportive. He's, but he doesn't live around here. And, um, like I said, my mom, like up until like two years ago when I started, you know, kind of, paying her bills uh you know it's kind of like telling me to to go out and get a job and i mean it, it was all in good fun it's just like you know a different era you know it's like yeah. a, like okay go to college because i want you to succeed it wasn't anything yep. of like non-supportive it's just like and that's that's what i was talking about earlier is like dog training now i think like kids now t- society today like teenagers now and kids now can can look up to somebody like yourself to be like you know um i can be something i can be a professional dog trainer actually and people do it and they make a living on it and they're happy and i think that that's what matters it's not uh yeah. you know monetary value it's like that person is paying their bills and are happy working with animals and that's sometimes yeah. what life's about and um and so anyway so like back then you know same thing with you i mean i'm a little older than you but same kind of age bracket where you know, our parents probably a little bit more traditional on making sure you go to college and getting the degree. Yep. And, but then it's like having a quarter million dollars of debt and not really, liking, <laughs> yeah. not really liking what you do and working for somebody else is not really that appealing to me. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Now my dad was supportive and then he was like, you still have to go to college. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, wait, come on, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. tough thing. But I think also too, 
to going back to like uh, relatability on on your like your start is like um, having the opportunity to start at that early age is really crucial because yeah. I find like a lot of people who reach out to me like I think the biggest question that I get via social media and and anything else actually is like how did you start and whatever because a lot of people find themselves to like have this appeal to dogs at a later age mm-hmm. and they're like I want to work with dogs and it's so people don't realize like how hard it is to make a buck actually doing that and being like humane about about it and being yeah. like being true to yourself and being authentic to your to your passion of working with animals because I've worked and I'm I'm sure actually I know you know you've worked with probably different companies that were in the benefit of making a profit instead of the benefit of your dogs or yourself. And, and that, that happens a lot too, but that's like one of the biggest questions I get is people that are well off into their adult years that aren't 15 or like me when I was a teenager too, um, started professionally working with dogs. You, you have an advantage because you don't have a significant other you don't have a family you don't really have bills except for your case you almost did have bills pay rent but <laughs> but you know what I mean it's so a lot of yeah. people always ask me that question of like man like I want to be able to do that and it's like yeah but you have to you know same thing with you you have to work at least seven to ten years before you actually start gaining yeah ground and actually st- and I think yeah. that, that that's with any I don't want to say with any business because I think people take advantage of the market sometimes and get in when it's hot and they can become pretty successful pretty quick. But I think in, in some businesses like the dog industry, like I said, unless you're a personality first and a dog person second, which happens a lot in, in the industry where they find a personality that's good in front of a camera that can relate to people. And then they say, Oh, by the way, we want you to do this. Um, I think it's really hard and I think a lot of people don't realize that you can't just drop every, well, you can, I guess, just drop everything and start a business, but there's so much more that goes into it that people don't realize. And, um, the backstory is, is crucial. So anyway, so, so after the, um, America's Got Talent, that was what, like your, your first appearance on that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, so what do you, so what are you up to now? I know that you have, first of all, let me tell you something. This is funny. So <laughs> David Dobrik, right? Oh yeah. I literally had no idea who that person was until you posted a picture with him. And, and I watched every single one of that kid's vlogs for like three weeks. And I was like, it was so funny because so many people, like obviously he's insanely popular and famous yeah. and whatever. And I literally, I like I've seen him, but I didn't know what or who he was. And then when I saw a picture, I think of hero and him and he yeah. posted it and I was like, who is this guy? I see him like everywhere. And then I watched like literally every single vlog that he has. And I'm a, really funny. It's so funny because like, obviously that would have been the opposite. They're like, Oh, who's that dog? You know, with David Dobrik. Yeah. And I was the opposite. I was like, who's that person with hero? <laughs> so anyway, um, how did, how did something like that come about? Like when you get somebody like, uh, you know, David Dobrik, who, you know, is insanely popular, um, internationally, um, you know, he's a vlogger on YouTube for those of you who don't know. And I didn't know until Sarah posted him. So, so how did something no, like honestly, that happen? I think it's the advantage of me living in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Huge. Um, I get the, I get DMS and I think they're fake. 
And I'm like, what? This is what? Yeah. And he really, he likes to communicate in voice messages, which is even funnier because you're like, okay, so it has to be you. Um, mm-hmm. He was, at, he was it, him in general, he was looking for a dog that could play basketball. And I was like, so my dog can do everything except for that. Um, so he still had me come over to his house and we shot uh, a couple fun tricks. And I am looking forward to it because he'll be coming over to our ranch to get bit by some dogs soon. So that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, um, yeah, that'll be cool. But, but yeah, honestly, like even like the Brent Traveras guy, he has a, a, a millions and millions of followers. And he just, he just reached out and was like, hey. And I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Literally started with hey. Um, he's like, hey, can, can you bring your dog over and like do some tricks? I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah, that's cool. That's really, really cool. And I, I love seeing yeah. that like organic stuff. And that's something that like I struggle with so bad with being in upstate New York is I've, yeah. I've turned down so many opportunities. Yeah. And I'm just like logistically and even with like working with clients, they're like, hey, you're really good. I want to continue to work with you. Can you live here for a month? I'm like, no. You know, so that, yeah, no, that's really, really, really cool. And that was just so funny because I wanted to, I forgot about that. I wrote it down in my notes. I wanted to tell you about that, that I had no idea who that person was. That's funny. I know, until you posted it. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I'm, I got to watch countless hours of his content. So that was, that was good. Um, so fun. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> so, okay. So after America's Got Talent, so what are you up to now? I know you have that. And then um, you did, uh, now you, you have your own app. Uh, was it Pupper School? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, short is just Pupper, but yeah, Pupper Pupper School has been around. Uh, we released it the day that my audition for America's Got Talent released. Perfect. Um, yeah, and it's doing fairly well. We're constantly adding new content. And, and so what is what, it, what is it, what is it exactly? Um, so Pupper is a free dog training app that you can download on your smartphone. It's on iOS and Android, and it pretty much is, I want to say, a trick training app, but it has developed into a much broader thing. And if you just got a dog from a shelter or from a breeder, you can literally go on the app, subscribe and have 24 hour care. Um, one of my trainers just told me that she was helping somebody at two 30 in the morning with a new puppy that she just brought home. And she lived in wow. an apartment and she's like, this puppy just screams. I don't know what to do. And then by the end <laughs> yeah. of it, the puppy is an amazingly like quiet, great trained dog. And it's thanks to Pupper because she had nobody else at two thirty in the morning. So it's like interactive too. It's not just yep. visuals. It's it's interactive yeah. with a trainer. Yeah, you can. And then you can also keep track of your dog's progress. You can earn badges. That's cool. Um, you can, that's fun. It, it, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, that's really cool. And is it free or do you do you pay monthly or how does how does that work if people like are interested in in that? Yeah. So it's free. It's completely free to download. You get a couple packs free upon download um and then every trick or lesson pack is what we call them i'm pretty sure it's 2.99 i get very confused because in canada it's different price yeah sure sure, um, sure. but but yeah it's, it's pretty much the price of a coffee really and then yeah. uh, the subscription is 9.99 a month or i think it's like 98 for the year um, and that unlocks everything that's cool so you can pay yearly and just kind of get the whole caboodle yeah that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, I saw that. That's cool. That I think that the market definitely needs that. So that's cool that you're actually, uh, you know, you know what you're doing. You're putting that work in instead of somebody sitting in L.A. thinking like, all right, how can we make money off of these dog owners? <laughs> Which is, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, you, you got to make a living. I don't want you to not make money, but it's good that you know at least there's totally. there's talent behind it and, and and putting together these programs and that's cool. So you have the app going right now. You're traveling somewhere, and I, dude, you know what's you know what sucks is I saw. Your entire um, workshops yeah. got canceled. That sucks. I was actually thinking about that right when you took off, because I I had 
I only booked like two seminars this year and they both, I mean, I'm canceling both of them. And yeah. I was like, man, I only had two. And Sarah, you had like, how many did you have that you had to complete? 11. Yeah. And that's a big part of it. Like people don't realize like that's a big part of your yearly counting on like, Hey, like, okay, this is going to be like a big part of my career this year. And you have to completely, it's like devastating for a lot of people to, to have to do stuff like that. What did you do? Were it you, was, yeah, you, it was a huge blow. And I was already in Michigan when it got canceled. Right. You were I, out. I drove all the way across the country and it got canceled Damn. when I got there. See, that's, um, and yeah, that it, was, sucks. it was really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. I felt terrible. Yeah. Cause, and, and I had like, you know, and it sucks. Cause like I, I a couple other, my friends were, they're in different states and they were kind of rubbing it off like, Oh, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, I hope it's not. But, and then I was just thinking about how you, cause I remember like you, you were either doing the first one or you were on to the second one or something. And then everything canceled. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And I tried my hardest not to cancel. I, I pretty much left it on the host to decide. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news type thing. And I was already across the country. I was already here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sucks because that was a seven-week tour. It was a very large portion of my yearly yeah. income that yeah. got lost. Sure. Um, but every single event that I had can I had booked this year got canceled. That Everything sucks. All the way out until October. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, this whole thing. But you know what? The the only positive thing I would say with the COVID thing, besides like you know getting to know yourself a little bit better and things like that, all the personal stuff. But I think the only one of the biggest things that I've been that I've found that's helping me cope with this, you know, because you and me are very similarly um, work ethic based where we're like, we got to go, 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 go. And when you, when yep. you can't, you, when you can't reach those, those doors that you want to reach and open it, like it's, it's really daunting on, on your mental state of mind because I'm the type of person I, and I believe you are too, that, you need you need progression in your life to continue to just like keep rolling like it's not like sit back yeah. and relax and it's yeah. like let's go let's go like what what can i do next and yeah. you know and many people are like that but it's really hard for for us because that's what we thrive on and i think that that's what keeps us motivated and sane for me anyway it's like i it's it's really so i so the good thing is, is i've been able to really double down on some of my creative stuff like online being able to um you know get better at photography or get better at uh, editing or something like that so it's given me an opportunity to reflect and get better at little things that i didn't ever have time for that i do now so yeah and that's cool and then i think everything else is uh, just that everybody else is dealing with the same thing it's not just you is is, yeah. al- is also like a really saving grace in this whole situation because that you know, cause I'm thinking like, Oh, I gotta, you know, this is, and it's like, well, everyone, everyone else is in the same boat. So that helps. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so what are you up to right now? Um, you're headed towards Texas and, uh, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Right now I'm driving to Atlanta just to drop off two dogs that were boarding and training with us. Oh, okay. Um, because one of them is 13 and a half and we just don't want him to die in our care. <laughs> Jeez, so man. if his owner is home doing nothing, she can take them back. Yeah. Um, but she'll, she'll bring them back um, at the end of the year when she has all of her stuff back. But yeah, I mean, I did not want to be driving across the country right now, but I'd rather him be with his owners. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough, it sucks to travel right now. Cause like everything's closed and yeah, people are weird and it's, it's a tough, people time. are, it's a tough yeah. time. 
And then also too, I saw that you you did some you did some training for Caesar, uh, training one of his show dogs doing tricks. Is that, is that what happened? Sophia, yeah, Sophia is just his pet. Um, she's a rescue from Puerto Rico. I already told him that I would take her. <laughs> yeah, she seems she's amazing. Yeah, she seems cool. Yeah, if you would have told 11-year-old me that I'd be training Caesar Milan's dog, I would have laughed in your face. But <laughs> yeah, that's I got sick. that phone call, and I thought that I was being catfished or something. I was like, um, yeah, sure. I'll just I'll go pick the dog up. And I literally had to text him and be, be like, so what's the address? And he just sends me the Google links to the dog psychology center. And I was like, okay, so yeah, I'm totally being catfish. This is this is not <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime me. It's like let oh me Oh my god, yeah. I showed up and I was a nervous wreck and he was the nicest dude. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, it was really, really fun and I'm gonna get Sophia back when this whole pandemic is over. I was supposed nice. to have her now, um, but I totally totally understand the uh, social distancing things going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good opportunity and, and that's really cool. I have a lot of a lot of friends that work with Caesar often and they all say the same thing. He's a super cool dude. That's awesome. So, yeah. so, and then also you and your husband, uh, you guys do board and train stuff at your facility as well. So I know John does, um, he does everything like he does behavior and he does what else, what other stuff do you guys offer at, at your yeah. kind of compound? Yeah. So, so, so John owns divine canines and he normally specializes in personal protection dogs. Um, we're dabbling in service dogs. We're helping just like private clients right now. Um, we do just regular board and trains. Your, your dog jumps on you. Mm-hmm. Just let plates work, just easy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we do some behavior mod. Uh, and then, yeah, we just, we, we specialize in our LA clients, but like I said, I'm driving these dogs back. She delivered yeah. them, but I'm, I decided I'll drive them back. Um, yeah, we take clients all over the state. Some dogs fly in, some get driven. Um, yeah, it's, it's, whole bunch of stuff going on at that's a ranch cool. <laughs> that's cool that's awesome so is it uh is it you and john or how many other people that you that you guys have to, to help out with the dogs yeah so it's it's us and then we have two interns currently um we will potentially be hiring them and if we don't then we'll just get another bunch of interns and potentially hire them we try and grow the team as, as yeah. good good as we can and yeah it's that's it's cool. growing. We're, we're hopefully like we're working on getting a bigger property right now. We have three acres. We want 10. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're probably going to be purchasing in Santa Clarita, which is closer to L.A. Nice. And uh, I'm trying to convince them to let me get sheep because I'm very much into herding. right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. How cool is that? Because that's something that like some of the dogs that I've worked with with behavior mod, um, I've been wanting to like just, you know, the cattle dogs and stuff. I'm like, OK, well. You have a border collie, and it sits in the crate. So let's try this. It's something I've always wanted to do. How cool is that to just watch those dogs go out and do that stuff? It's awesome, and I've actually seen firsthand how it can affect dogs. Because one of my boarding dogs, he just comes to me to do sports. So we do dock diving, we do agility, we do frisbee. Mm -hmm. And I took him with me to do herding. And sorry, Bandit also bites people. (laughs) So, (laughs) So we took him to do herding, and the first thing that he did was get pet by every single person there, and he was totally chill with it. Because it, he just got to work sheep. Yeah, so it was after he worked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so and then big. one of our interns has a border collie that also nips. I wouldn't say bites, nips at people. Mm. And same thing. We we took him there. He did some herding, and then every single person was able to greet him, or he he decided to go up to them and say hi. Um, it's just it's incredible to just watch them do what they're instinctually supposed to do, and then yeah, just be totally chill with themselves. It's so rewarding. It's something I am. Uh, 
envious of. I, n I never really get an opportunity to, to to do that as much as I need to or want to. It's always just like, you know, and, and dog training is, is tough because people bring you their dogs and they're like, hey, fix all of this. Fix it. And, <laughs> fix it. You know, and it's like, okay, yeah. well, there's, you know, there's just so much more. And, and, and that's that's what a lot of people don't realize that, you know, as a dog trainer, your job, I tell people all the time that I'm in the people business. I'm really not in the dog business because, you know, the, the more I work with dogs, the more I realize how bad people are and so my half yeah. my time and it's been really nice I mean honestly I'm really 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 grateful to be able to work from home um and be you know be happy doing that because it's my onlines are ex like so busy because everyone's stuck at home with their dogs and they're like yeah, that's true. And they're like oh my gosh so I've been doing like <clears throat> four or five onlines a day from all over the world and the majority of the conversations I have are are so helpful to people it just opens up their eyes they're like you know and i'm like how much do you walk your dog and they're like well they got a big backyard and i'm like yeah, yeah but they need a little bit more than that so it's actually really really cool to change my business model a little bit but also see the same or similar results just talking to people because they are the key to you know they're yep. they're in their own way as you know and so, totally. so the online training has, has been extremely, uh, helpful and, and, and helpful to dogs too, which is really, really cool. So That's cool. Awesome. So do you have any, do you have anything else, uh, going on? I, I know that we kind of like went through your, your life and everything and your, your app and all the, all the great things that you're doing. Is there anything else that you have coming up or that you have going on that you I, can, think I mean, of? I'm not sure if your audience is interested, but hero filmed the children's movie. <laughs> Cool. I know. I know. I'll watch it because my dog's in it. Yeah, um, of but we filmed it actually almost two years ago now, um, oh. and so they're still they're still trying to sell it off and get it posted somewhere. But it was a really fun. We did it with Jake Paul mm -hmm. and uh, Laura. I can't even think of her last name right now. She's a Disney star. It was a really really fun fun thing that I got to do because I've always yeah. wanted to have Hero do something like that. Yeah. Um, and That's... it's yeah, it was it was really cool. That is a cool experience because you can treasure that forever and yeah uh, those memories that's really really cool we have to uh what i want to do is try to maybe get john on here i just that kind of clicked to me too i'd like to talk to him about all of his adventures and his his uh his start and how he got into yeah he stuff. has a whole slew of stories <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he does yeah from the from the little time i spent with him it was uh it, there was a lot going on and a lot of uh d different things so yeah maybe we can have him on uh in the future but uh anyway so i'll let you get back to your your, uh, your road trip, and I certainly appreciate you hopping on and telling people about your story, and I know that it's motivational and inspiring to me, and I know it will be to other people, so I appreciate you spending time to tell me about it, and what I'd like to do maybe in the future is once this stuff is over, I know that you and I have tried to connect before when I was in California, and I just never had the, the time, but next time I'm in California, we should just etch out a couple of days where we can hang out and definitely work some dogs i'd love to see your property too because i like i like that like the most that's like the best to just have like a just like a couple acres little ranch to just hang out in and let dogs be dogs that would be really enjoying that'd be cool and yeah then, definitely let me know yeah for sure and then if you just want to plug away and tell people where to find you on socials so they can if they don't follow you already where they can see you and find you Sure. Yeah. If, if anybody wants to follow our crazy adventures, they can just find me at the super collies. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. It's just the super collies. Do you have a YouTube <laughs> channel by the way? I do. I think I have like 13,000 followers. I just don't, I just don't post. It's, mm. it's bad. Oh, it's okay. I was, I was all curious. about YouTube when I was little and I just, 
Yeah, never got into it. Okay. So Instagram at Super Collies, and then your personal handle is at the Super oh, Co- Collies yeah, Mom. Yeah, the, the, the Super Collies Mom. So creative. <laughs> no, it works. It's great. All right, Sarah, well, you have a absolutely wonderful day. Stay safe. And like I said, once I, I had a couple of trips planned for California this year, and I'll reschedule them hopefully for this year, and I'll reach out, and uh, hopefully we can link up and hang out. Sounds good. All right, I'll talk cool. to you soon. Bye, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you, Sarah, for jumping on here and spending the time to chat with me about your dogs and your story. I appreciate it. Um, we'll probably do this again maybe in the future with Sarah because uh, she's always got new and exciting things going on. It's always nice to talk to talk to other uh, dog trainers in the industry. So thanks, Sarah, for coming on. Thank you to our friends at Dogtra for sponsoring this podcast. Again, you can find all of Dogtra's equipment on Dogtra.com and use the discount code NBD10 for 10% off your entire purchase. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget, leave a rating on this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Tom Davis or my business at Upstate Canine Academy. Take a screenshot of this and share it on Instagram and tag me. I'd love to see where you guys are from and I repost it on my story. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I will talk to you next time. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.